Peak Wealth Management proudly presents Finding True Wealth with certified financial planner Nick Hopwood and accredited investment fiduciary Jim Pilot. Nick and Jim believe by making simple, good financial decisions, you can retire with confidence. And now let's turn it over to your hosts, Nick and Jim. Welcome, welcome everyone to episode 172 of the Trust the Plan podcast. I'm Nick. And I'm Jim. And it's all about the plan, the plan, the plan. Trust the plan. Yeah. So here we are. Today's the today's March 23rd. Happy birthday to Mark Hopwood. Oh yeah. I'm sure yeah. he's listening. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. <coughs> we'll see. Uh, maybe this will be released in a couple of weeks. But um, so today's the 23rd, and I'm really excited today because I've been working so hard on health since January 1st. Mm-hmm. I came back from vacation over the holidays. Weighed you know, more than I have in years. Mm-hmm. And I was just so motivated for change, right? And so we went on the, the detox. The detox, right? yeah. They had for, good results on that. Yeah, we did it together. We had a whole co- cohort. Yeah. Everyone was feeling great, losing weight. And when that 21 days is up, you know, I thought, I've got 21 more days until my blood work needs to be done. Mm-hmm. You know, and then what's the harm of going you know, and doing it again. And so I did the 42 days Man. and stuck with it the whole time, did really well. Then had the blood work, my wife left town, fell off the wagon, right? <laughs> so I had like a week or two where I was pretty bad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then since then, great again. And I had to go for a second blood work, long story, um, but just got those results and they're excellent. Good. Right, so you really see the you results. See it, yeah, see that, it live, yeah. yeah. You see it on the belt, on the waistline, on on the you know the blood work, mm-hmm. and I'm just so happy right now. Yeah, that's encouraging, right? Because you can feel good, and you can, like you said, tighten the belt a little bit, but you don't know the behind the scenes, right? Which is the lab work. So yeah. it's nice to get that confirmed with some positive results there too. Exactly, cool. and we got the new T-shirts in, right? So the uh, like it. the whole retire with confidence uh, secondary logo here. Yeah. So we're up to 119 subscribers. So like in no time we'll be the number one financial podcast in uh, you know in Southeast Michigan yeah. maybe all, all big <laughs> all big podcasts hit that moment where they go viral and you know one nineteen is going to double and next right. thing you know we'll we'll be huge yeah exactly we'll be on CNBC soon <laughs> I right? think it's coming okay so if you want to get your T-shirt what do you have to do subscribe and, and let us know yeah you gotta let you us gotta know. let us know because we can't tell that's right we don't know who our subscribers are <laughs> so if you're in Canada. You know, or yeah. wherever, you know. Here's the thing about Canada, okay? <laughs> if you live in Canada, um, we're not going to be able to, to send you the t-shirt. So, whatever. Long story short. Inside all, joke, All our right? Canadian uh, listeners just yeah. got really disappointed. We love the Canadians, but sure. we it just, there's some things in place regulation-wise. Yeah. Anyway. So anyway, what are we talking about today? thought it'd be worth talking about taxes, right? We're in the middle of tax season. Everybody's thinking about uh, refunds. Did I, am I, do I owe? Am I going to get a refund? What could I have done different? So I thought maybe it'd be worth just chatting about uh, some of those things. Just kind of a reminder. Yeah, I think there's two good times for talking about taxes. And one is right now when we're thinking about filing. Mm-hmm. And then one is in the fall. I always think of it as Thanksgiving time when, you know, we should go see the CPA, mm-hmm. have a tax planning meeting understand how the year is looking and you still have some time if you want to make some adjustments. Yeah, absolutely. 
So by now, you're, you have less options, right? But you can still do, yes. you can still take action. Yeah, you do. So this, this kind of refresher can be good for what, even if it's too late, right? Or if it's, it's not too late for certain things, right? So if it's too late for some things, uh, this is put it in the memory bank for the fall, right? This is the kind of things you need to be thinking of for next year or as this year goes on. Uh, but there are, it's not too late to do other things, right? We have until tax filing day to, to make IRA contributions, Roth IRA contributions. These are all for prior years, so they can still affect, affect your tax return uh, even uh, for last year. Uh, in addition to that, everybody, not everybody, but most people kind of know those, the Roth and the IRA, but you can still make HSA contributions for prior year. If you're self-employed, you can do SEP contributions or single 401k contributions. These are all things that sounds like help. alphabet soup. You know, where do you start? <laughs> I know, right? Well, where you start, actually, I didn't say this to begin with, but where you start is you work with a CPA, right? I think that one of the most important things is that you're doing that ahead of time and you're making sure that they're helping you along this process um, because these these simple things that if they go overlooked by an individual, more than pay for the cost of the CPA, right? For sure. But yeah, making uh, prior year retirement plan contributions uh, is a great way to still affect your, your situation uh, even after, even though we're into the new tax year at this point. So how do you, how do you approach IRA, non-deductible, IRA deductible, or Roth? You know, what's your mindset? Yeah, I mean, also, we really love Roth. Roth is tax-free forever. There's tons of benefits for Roth. If you find yourself in a difficult tax situation though, uh, you know, maybe maybe a, a pre-tax contribution into a traditional IRA um, is is the route to go. You know, this year, and then you can adjust the situation so that next year you find yourself in a better situation where it makes it more advantageous to do the Roth again. Yeah, there could be years where you want to do an IRA and years where you want to do a Roth. Mm -hmm. Right? What are you going to do this year? I'm going to do Roth. Yeah, me too. But 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 something that goes overlooked so often by people is HSAs, right? HSA is triple tax free, so you can get all the benefits of the pre-tax contribution and the benefits of the Roth, you know, as long as it's used for healthcare. So that's my, that's my, that's been my way of taking advantage of pre-tax contribution while doing Roth contributions. Yeah, you can do both, right? Yeah. Excellent. You know, while we're talking about Roth and 401s and HSAs and everything, I challenge you to look at your company's 401 and see if they allow after-tax contributions. Because mm -hmm. more and more companies are allowing this, and most people are not taking advantage because they don't know. And if you, if you do have that as part of your plan, it can be like a mega backdoor Roth kind of a deal. Yeah. Right? Yeah, the way, the way it stands now is those after-tax contributions into a retirement plan can be rolled into a Roth uh, at separation of service. So what yeah. a huge benefit, right? Huge. What do you say to people who are like, Look, Jim, you know, I know that we can do the, the IRA right now for last year and save a little bit on taxes and or do a Roth, but, you know, is it really going to matter in the grand scheme of things? We're talking about like 6000 Is it really going to move the needle? What would you say? You know, I think in a, in, a, in a snapshot, yeah, it's not that big of a deal, right? It's a small amount, but the point is consistently doing these things over time. Like, in, like so many things with, with investing, it's having a, a consistent pattern of doing it over long periods of time that will benefit. So, you know, I think that these, these small things added up over the many years uh, come out to be a, a significant difference for sure. I agree. And what if you're finding yourself 
taking required minimum distributions now and you're age 73 mm -hmm. and you know you you're charitably inclined you don't need the money right you're going to mm -hmm. take the withdrawal and it sits in the bank let you know i realize not everyone is fortunate enough to be in that position but right. we do have people that we see that do that you know what kind of options do they have yeah and that's what i was kind of getting at earlier i was hinting to it right is people who this is the time of year where we hear from people that say do you know that if i would have sent my required minimum right to the charity, right to the church or something, it would have saved me this much in tax, right? And how does that work? <laughs> yeah, it's qualified charitable distribution. We've, we've done podcasts about it, we've talked about it before, but if you send your required minimum directly to the charity, it never enters your income equation. You never have to pay tax on it. It's a great advantage. It's a way to save a lot of money on tax. Um, you know, for those that aren't doing RMDs, uh, if you have appreciated stock, in a taxable account, donating that appreciated stock is another way to, to avoid paying capital gains tax, right? We send the, the stock directly to the charity. They sell the stock. They're a tax-free tax organization. Um, it counts as a full donation for you. You never have to pay that capital gain. Yeah, I did that last year because our church is adding on and mm -hmm. there's a capital campaign, and so mm -hmm. that's how I handled that. So it, you know, it's a win-win. Mm -hmm. It is, and I think the important thing to remember, some people will say, well, I won't don't, what if I don't donate more than the standard deduction, right? It doesn't matter if you're donating stock, you're still avoiding paying the capital gains yeah. tax on that stock. Even if you take the standard deduction, it's a way to still give charitably, avoid paying the capital gains tax, and like you said, everybody wins. And the QCD works the same way. It doesn't matter if you're mm -hmm. using the standard deduction or not. You're right, absolutely. Mm -hmm. So that's something that, um, you know, at this time of year pops up into people's minds or and it's, it's things you can put in place for the current year that will benefit you next year. I want to sneak in one other thing here that is largely, you know, not, not followed or people are not aware of, and that's for small businesses. The new, uh, the new, I don't know if it was the new budget or the new tax law it, from, from Washington. It says if you're a small business owner and you set up a 401k, there are tremendous tax credits available for that small business, which really, for the first year, covers all the costs that you'd have to have a, as a 401k for administration, thereby allowing yourself as the small business owner to contribute more mm -hmm. and you know, giving your employees a, an easy place through payroll yeah. to save for retirement. Mm -hmm. So sometimes small business owners don't want to put something in place due to the costs but some of these incentives are in place now to help ease that burden. Yeah, that's a great idea. And if that's what it takes, you know, to get whatever get the ball takes. rolling for people, that's a that's a great program. So what about refunds? Maybe maybe I already took advantage of all this stuff. I met with my CPA in the fall. I'm great. I got a, a refund coming. Mm -hmm. um, I guess you can apply it to future tax, right? Like mm -hmm. keep it, leave it at the feds, let it roll forward. Right. But what if you're getting a check in the mail or a, a direct deposit? Then what? Yeah, I think it's a good question, right? Because we kind of talked about what you can do if you find yourself in a position to owe, but what can you do if you get a refund? You know, we, we, we talk to people about this a lot. If you have extra money or found money or a bonus or whatever it is, tax refund included, you can do three things with it, right? You can pay something off, you can save it, or you can blow it. There's only one bad choice, right? As long as you pay something off or you save it, we're, we're going to be, it's, it's, a, it's a decision that will benefit you down the road. I think a lot of people get comfortable thinking their tax refund is like free money and they get like a, a free pass to blow it, right? Yeah. But it, don't underestimate 
what that is, just like everything else, right? Over time, it adds up to be a lot. A $5,000 tax refund, you know, if that, if you just invest it and it doubles every 10 years, five becomes 10, 10 becomes 20, 20 becomes 40, right? By the time you retire, a $40,000, you know, is a, is a big difference from... But spring break is right around the corner. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's very true. But, you know, we think that you know, using it to save or paying something off, wiping out a credit card, especially nowadays, right? The credit card interest rates are so high. Home equity line, right? Those interest rates have crept up significantly. Yeah, they're over so 7% now. Looking to take some of that money and, and be advantageous with it is, is a smart idea. Sounds good. So in a nutshell, meet with the CPA in the fall, mm -hmm. meet with the CPA in the spring, mm -hmm. right? Because we need a professional in our corner, okay? Yep. Uh, fund your IRA, HSA, Roth IRA, Solo K, SEP, max out your 401. By the way, it's 22500 this year, so make sure you set that. And if, as you, if you're taking money out of IRAs, mm -hmm. think about chari the, the charity option, QCD. Mm -hmm. And if you have appreciated stock, think about just gifting the stock, yeah. right? What else? I think that's it. Yeah, I mean, I think those are all really good choices. And this is the time of year, I think, to put it at top of mind for people because they're yeah. thinking so much about taxes right now. Excellent. Well, if you would like a second opinion on what you're doing, and if you would like to talk with us about all the stuff that we just mentioned, we'd be happy to, to consult with you, have a second opinion. You can reach us at peakwm.com. You can even schedule online. You've been listening to certified financial planner Nick Hopwood and accredited investment fiduciary Jim Pilot on the Finding True Wealth podcast, sponsored by Peak Wealth Management. You can learn more about Peak Wealth Management by visiting peakwm.com or follow on Twitter at nhopwood1.